Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student-athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're On The Clock. What's going on, On The Clock fans? Welcome to another episode of On The Clock with Raul Lascano and my main man, George Martinez, on Labor Day. A day where we're going to do nothing but work all day because it's barbecue day for you fellas. Uh, but we're going to cover a lot of things, man. The NFL had a lot of interesting things coming out of there. We're going to cover Peterson going to the Lions. I think that's huge. Uh, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and signing a contract, what that means for other quarterbacks in the league. Also, we're going to talk about Clowney going over to Tennessee and how the, the trade to the Saints got nixed. Uh, George has all the details on that. Also, big news, Lightning Islanders are going to be playing for the NHL. Uh, Eastern uh, Conference Finals. That's going to be huge. We hope Tampa Bay Lightning pulls it out. And we're going to go over a little bit of the NBA. My Heat did not sweep the Bucks, so I'm a little bit uh, upset this morning here on Monday, but I will be better. I will recover. And we're going to go over a couple things that happened over the weekend uh, for sports-wise. Don't go anywhere. You're on the clock. George, what's going on, man? How are you doing today? Monday morning. Beautiful Labor Day. It's a great day, man. It is. It's a great day. I am... uh as this podcast is being released and everybody's listening to it, I'm actually on the road driving to Orlando. Nice, taking the kids out to, to Disney for for the day. Oh, you're doing the you're doing the Disney thing, huh? I'm doing the Disney thing today, man. I, I'm pumped oh, about boy. it. The kids been wanting to go for a little bit. Yeah, uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna give it a whirl. See uh see what happens. How was uh? What do you got going on today? Well, what's your what's your Monday looking like? Well, I, know, I know the grill master. Yeah, has, yeah. has to be on on the set. <laughs> well, you heard my little bitter uh, intro into Labor Day, because Labor Day you're supposed to be off that day, but I will spend the day cooking and prepping and barbecuing and labor and labor. I will be doing nothing but labor <laughs> the entire time, and then cleaning the porch. And uh, I am going to also. You're going to laugh about this, but I'm also going to. I'm also going to chop down a tree because <laughs> on the other podcast, I told you how the tree was next to the satellite dish, correct? Yes. Well, yes. now this tree that I chopped off, now it makes the other ones look insane. Like, it doesn't even look correct. Of course. So, I have to chop down this other tree. And I don't know how deep I'm going to get into this because that was a lot of work the last time. And That I, was. I remember you were out there from like 9 to 2. Yeah, bro. Laboring, and you lost like twelve pounds that day. <laughs> I really did. I, I I never drank so much water in my life. But that's that's gonna be it's my gonna labor be a day. Scorcher. It's oh, gonna be a scorcher tomorrow too. That's what I heard. I heard the heat index is like one ten. I heard it's gonna be one ten today. <laughs> it's gonna suck, man. So, God bless gonna, you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> God bless everybody else. Uh, but in NFL news, uh, these guys don't have to chop down trees. Uh, but uh, no, they don't. My guy Adrian Peterson, man, he got released from the the Washington football team. I can't get used to saying that. Uh, the Washington football team. And it was supposed to be, I don't know, man. I, I, a lot of teams were looking to get him. And I know he was going to get him for cheap, but he ended up going to Detroit, man. How do you how do you like that? Because he rejoins the original OC that drafted him f- uh, to the Vikings out of college. So it, yeah, it's and interesting. Yeah, and there's a lot of, you know, he feels, he, he's familiar with the OC. Right. It's a guy he trusts. Um and he's going to a town that that's known for Barry Sanders being there, so he gets uh, to to follow up a legend that's there. 
with an offense that needs a running back. I mean, I know you got DeAndre Swift, a rookie that just got drafted. Yeah. You got Kyron Johnson that's there as well. So it's going to be a loaded backfield in Detroit. But ultimately, I strongly feel Adrian's going to do a great job there. Uh, right. He's, he's going to give them the, the veteran leadership that they need on that team. I think it's a running back that Matthew Stafford has only dreamed about. I agree. Since entering the league with the Dolphin, with the, with with the Lions there, so I'm excited for him. I think he does well. Uh, we'll see how how it all plays out. But it was a cheap deal. It's a one year deal, just over, just barely over a million dollars. I know. So know, it's a very team friendly deal. I know he's we'll older. See, we'll see too. how it turns out. He's he's old. He's up there in age too, man. I, I know. I, like for me, God just love watching Andrew Peterson when he played for Oklahoma, and then now he's. The Vikings, and I, I've loved watching him play. Um, going to, to the original OC, it's going to be a lot of plays that he used to run. I don't know Stafford. I don't know. I don't think Stafford's numbers go down, but I do think Adrian was worth. You know, I think he was worth a little bit more money than what he got. I really do because he didn't he rush for a thousand last year. He rushed. He rushed for a thousand last year, and and yeah. not for nothing. Adrian Peterson. Fun fact. You know, I like to give you fun facts. Yeah, I do. I know. Adrian Peterson has the record for the oldest player to run for the longest touchdown. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like it was 90 yards or something, right? 90 yards. Yeah. It was yeah. last year. Adrian Peterson broke one for 90 yards. That's right. At home, at Washington, and uh, scored a touchdown. And he ran away from guys, which was great to see him do at his age. So, kind of shows you he's got a little bit left in the tank. He does. I think it's a, it's a bargain deal for the Lions. Yes, he's older, but you know, I, I think he, him, and Frank Gore are the two guys that will never retire. <laughs> no, Frank. Those Gore's, two guys, yeah, man, will find a way to stay in the league to their to, to their kids get there. You got Frank Gore Jr., who is a true freshman now at Southern Miss. He just debuted over the weekend, <laughs> and it's crazy to think that his son could play with his father. Right. In the NFL. I know. In four years. Can you imagine <laughs> if Frank Gore is still playing and his son gets drafted? I know, man. That's crazy. It's almost like it's almost like LeBron and Bronny. You know, LeBron, right. LeBron's like waiting for him to get drafted to come in to play. He's um, like, I'm just gonna stay here till till you make it here, Bronny. Yeah, and then whatever team he is definitely gonna take him. You know what I mean? Um but it, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I hope I wish him the best. I love Adrian Peterson. I, I, hope, he, I hope he does He's great things. Fan of him. Another guy, Deshaun Watson, signed a contract, uh, which was Major. freaking huge. Huge contract, which I know sitting back, I know like Lamar Jackson is sitting somewhere like, oh boy, if these guys are getting this, I can't wait to get paid. Yeah, so, so the details on the contract, okay, it's a four-year deal, mm -hmm. which the key to this four-year deal is it allows Deshaun Watson eventually to get paid twice? Let's keep that in mind. Oh, really? Okay, because he because he's still in his he's still in his young prime, All right? But it's a four year deal, a hundred and sixty million dollars. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, out of that one sixty, a hundred eleven of it is right. guaranteed, no matter what. Damn. Okay, the total worth of the contract with incentives. Is up to $177 million. Jesus. So as it stands right now, Patrick Mahomes is the highest paid player right. in the NFL. Jesus. Deshaun Watson is number two. Deshaun Watson oh, 
has an annual salary of $39 million. What does this do? And I'm going to put you on this hot seat here, George. What does this do for a guy like Dak Prescott? Does he sit back and say, you see what I'm talking about? I deserve that kind of money. Now, everybody else in the league except him knows he does not, he's not worth that money. But what does this do for Dallas and Jerry Jones? And then does this, does this add to the case of Dak Prescott saying, hey, you know what, look at, these, look at this guy. He's getting paid. He's getting his money. Um, and I'm producing the same way he is, which we all know he's not. But <laughs> does this give him a case? Yeah. If, if anything, I think it's, it starts to set the table. Really? For a true Dak Prescott contract. Because, yes, you're right. Dak's going to go to the table saying, I'm worth, okay, maybe I wasn't worth Patrick Mahomes' money. I apologize. <laughs> but I'm for sure him. worth Deshaun Watson money. Right, because he originally was asking for it. Again, earlier in the year, we were talking about his contract demands, and, and people kind of looked at it sideways when we were saying the heat. Rumors, sources we had were talking about a 40 million dollar per year benchmark for Dak. It's just not worth that though. You, you talked about it. You came on the show and you were very adamant he's not worth it. Yeah. I agreed with you. Yeah. Now you see Deshaun Jackson signed. You see you see Deshaun Watson signed for $39 million. Mm-hmm. Somewhere Dak's gotta say, see, I told you so. I'm worth 40 million. If Deshaun Watson is worth 39, I'm worth 40. Now for me if I'm his agent, if I'm thinking about this strategically, I'm like, all right, Dak, we can get 35. Yeah. 35 is where we need to be sitting at. You do a four-year deal, which I think Dallas wanted a fifth-year deal. Dallas wanted year five. Dak was pushing year four because I think Dak wanted the same thing Deshaun Watson got, which is that that extra time to cash in again. Okay. Okay, so I think, yeah. I think you see eventually – Dak Prescott comes out and he signs a $37 million deal uh, per year, right? That'll pay him just about $150 million a year or for, for the life of the contract. That's where I think his worth is right now. And again, you know, so people argue, you know, what has Dak done? What has Deshaun done? Deshaun's been to the playoffs. Deshaun right. has won what is year three? in the playoffs. No, what year is this for Deshaun? Because he's done it faster than year Dak. Four. Or did they come out the same draft? Four. They came through the same draft. So, so Dak okay. is on year four. So is Deshaun. So it's very comparable, you know, to each one of them. Right. One was a late draft, late round pick, and Dak, and one was a you know first rounder in, in Deshaun. Uh, but but I really think this kind of sets a table. What I'm thinking about is. Man, I can't wait till Lamar Jackson signs. Yeah. That guy has to sign. Now, you remember back in the day, Joe Flacco. I know our girl, Lindsay, okay, that joins the show is a huge Joe Flacco fan. Back in the day, Joe Flacco had signed the biggest contract ever by a quarterback. Who did? So the Ravens. Really? The Ravens are used to paying cash money. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll put it out for, there. For quarterback. So you got to think about, man, is, is Lamar going to be a $45 million guy? It's a possibility. It sure is a now, possibility. The, the one thing the Ravens GM did before he resigned and retired, because I know he was retiring after the draft, is he traded up back into the first round 
to draft Lamar Jackson to secure the fifth year option. First round picks have a five year option where after the four years, that fifth fifty year is a team option. The team can pick up the option or can decline it. Second round picks and forward, you don't have that option as a team. So that's advantageous for a team like the Ravens, but how long do you wait to sign Lamar Jackson? Because the longer you wait, you gotta think that price tag's gonna go up. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna get a huge deal. Like I have no doubt. If they gave Flacco that all that money off of one season, they're gonna he's gonna get paid, man. He's definitely gonna get paid and he's gonna get he's gonna get a huge Huge contract. The other contract I want to talk to you about was uh, Clowney, man. I think this is interesting for people to know because I know I was interested here. Like this dude, I don't know. They blocked the trade to go to the Saints, but they let him go to the Titans. You know what I mean? Like that to me was, I understand why yeah, they did so it, but I want you to explain to the audience, you know, what, what exactly happened with Clowney. So the details on this one here is the, the Saints – in essence, try to do something that's done in the NBA, but is not done in the NFL. So in the NBA, you're allowed to do a sign and trade, which means you sign with the team, but then that team that you sign with trades you away immediately right. to somebody else, usually for draft picks. Okay. So the Saints had roughly, roughly, and again, this is according to ESPN.com. Mm-hmm. About $7 million in cap space. They wanted Clowney. Clowney said, okay, I'll go there, but I demand 15 mil. So the Saints said, let's think about it. They called a team that's undisclosed and said, here, listen, you're going to sign Clowney to a $15 million deal. You know, let's say eight, $8 million of it. We need you to give it to him in a signing bonus. Right. His salary needs to be $7 million a year. The other 18, the, the other eight, which makes up the 15, right? Puts him at his $15 million a year. Mm-hmm. But you're going to pay that $8 million out of pocket. In return, you're going to give us Clowney. And we're going to give you a player and a draft pick. So basically what you're doing, you're paying $8 million. To buy a player. To buy a player and a draft pick. And this now, is, this is illegal. in the NBA, this is done all the time. Right. This is done all the time. LeBron has done this numerous of times. So Anthony let, Davis has done this numerous times. Normally, when a max player in the NBA signs with another team, it's usually a sign and trade type of type of deal. They sign with their team, you know, four years, billions of dollars, and they get traded to another team. That's that's how that's basically how Kevin Durant landed at Golden State Warriors. Right, but why? Because is Golden this- State Warriors didn't have the cap space. Why is this such to an sign, issue for the NFL? To sign Kevin Durant straight up. So instead, they do a sign and trade. We're going to send you picks and players. So that way, you have salary cap flexibility going into the following year. We get Kevin Durant, right? And you get draft picks. That's the NBA model that's been there forever. So why does the NFL... That doesn't exist in today's NFL. But why doesn't it? That's what I'm asking. Like, why does it not? And why do they see it I like it's illegal? I, I, I think the Saints opened up... I think the Saints found a loophole. I agree. They found an unexplored loophole in the system. Explored it. Now, before anything became official, they went to the NFL to make sure it was legit. And according... And, and here's the answer to your question. 
according to the collective bargaining agreement, mm-hmm. a signing trade is actually not allowed. That's so I, you I, wonder now. So nobody in the NFL has at. ever tried this before. Nobody's ever according to the this? sources and everything I read. It doesn't look like it. That makes sense. I guess. I just feel like they're blocking a so trade instead, to make somebody better. But your Bucks keep getting better and better. Your oh Bucks, boy, yeah, your Bucks man. just signed Josh Rosen. They got released from the Dolphins. Hey, that's our future like, quarterback Jesus. right there, buddy. No way. We just signed a practice squad no. future quarterback to replace Tom Brady. <laughs> no, you did not. No way, bro. There's no hey. way that guy even takes over at the Bucks. He might not even make the actual team. He might be forever on the he's practice not. He's squad. He's on the practice squad. No, I'm saying he he's might forever squad. be on the practice squad. He'll never probably we'll be see. moved up. Oh, my goodness. We'll see. But anyhow, so Clowney ends up, so the trade doesn't go through. The NFL nicks it. I think that's wrong. Man. So Clowney ends up going to the Titans because the Titans offered him 15 mil. I just think that's but wrong. Does he make the Titans better? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's one thing. on the, They need help on the D-line from last year. I mean, that's that's the whole reason that they stall ball mostly last year, giving the ball to Henry every freaking, you know what I'm saying, 45 carries a game or whatever it was he was averaging. It was it was a lot, but they had to slow it down because their defense could be scored on at any point. He definitely helps. He definitely does. No, I, I agree, and, and we'll see how that plays out, but it's crazy to think that, uh, again, as a Buck fan, I'm glad he didn't go to the Saints. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. I know you're absolutely I'm happy. I'm happy. Tom Brady somewhere is sleeping better at night knowing that Clowney is not going to be coming off the edge. Oh, of course. Tom. Especially week one. We are, <laughs> we are, as of yesterday, we are exactly seven days away from the first NFL game. And actually, the first NFL game is actually on a Thursday. Yeah, there's a Thursday so night game. By the time we drop our next podcast, you'll be listening to a preview of the Thursday night game to make sure you get your lineups right. Yes. Your fancy football. Yep. Football's back, baby. I'm excited. I am too, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm also interested to see how this COVID thing plays out. I want to see how they do this. I agree. Uh, I hope we get to have a, an entire NFL season because it's a lot. It's a lot of games. It's it's a lot of games because college is doing it right now. They're in full swing, uh, playing games and stuff, which was nice to see over the weekend as well. But it's a, I don't know. It's a monster, man. I hope uh, I hope everybody can finish out the season because it will suck. If you're freaking in the NFC Championship as the Bucks, and Tom Brady gets COVID, I Don't mean, speak you're going to be it. like, "Oh my God, we have to delay." They're going to delay the Super Bowl, of course, until he feels better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That Super Bowl is going to happen in April if it has to. <laughs> <laughs> if it has to, all the Bucks people are going to make sure it happens. They're not going to let that let him not play. Um, but it's going to be interesting, man. The football, football is definitely one that I, I want to see how it's going. Um, moving into into the NBA, man. This was rough. I'm not gonna lie to you. This was rough yesterday to see my team. I don't know. We fell apart in the fourth quarter. If you guys don't know, the Miami Heat was unable to close out the Milwaukee Bucks. They were leading the series 3-0, and they had one more game. And even even the basketball gods shined a light on us because Giannis goes out in the second quarter with a high ankle sprain. The same injury he had. In the previous game, game uh, three, so we have him out. He's not even going to play. And here comes Chris Middleton. I mean, he just created havoc. Now, he had to play more minutes than he's ever played in his life. And through through transitions, he's trying to call timeouts to the coach. Like, the only thing he didn't do was tap his head like, yo, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. But he, um, he got yelled at for calling a timeout. 
But my Miami, the Miami Heat was unable to close them out, man. I don't know if you saw the game, George. I saw it minute for minute. We did not um, operate defensively very well in the fourth quarter like we usually do. Um, we made big plays, but the Milwaukee Bucks figured us out. They knew that they're going to force a switch on a rookie. They had to get Crowder off of Middleton, so they forced a switch on the rookie most of the time, which if I'm Eric Spolst, I need to I need to get the kid out the game. You know he's a shooter, but we got to get the kid out the game and put Iguodala in to help with that switch because we got freaking annihilated by Middleton, man. It was it was frustrating to watch this guy just kill us. I mean, whatever shot he wanted, he got. It was it was literally ridiculous, and I have no idea what we're gonna do for game uh, game five, which is on Tuesday, but. <laughs> These guys are gonna sit there, and these are two days that he gets to heal up. Giannis gets to heal up, man. So, what do you think? Did you did you were you able to watch the game, man? Yeah, I watched the game, and I I saw Giannis get hurt um, and leave the game with that ankle injury. And at that point, I'm like, oh, the series is over. Yeah, it's over. Bring the brooms, Bring the brooms out. out. <laughs> we're done. We're gonna sweep it. The game is over. And it was it was you know it was crazy to see the fact that. You know, and you see Jimmy Butler trying to will his team in. Um, I, I know the rookie from from the Heat. I know you've talked about him a lot. Yeah. God, he hit big shots. He huge. He hit ones. some big shots, man. He, he brought him back his when they were down. His defense is so suspect. God, it's so suspect. But but he's he's a liability on defense. Yeah, man. And and you saw him get picked on it. And again, shout out to Chris Middleton. We've talked about it before. You know, we think he's an alpha on, on that team. He is. And he showed it. You know, he played 47 minutes. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's one minute short of playing the entire game. Uh, I saw the situation you were talking about. He was calling timeout just to get a breather yeah, here he in, the, in, in the OT period. He needed air, He man. was calling timeout to get a breather yeah. because he was gashed. Man, but he couldn't come out. And, and again, the guy hit clutch shots after clutch shots. I mean, he pulled up. They were down. They were down one. They were yep. down one there to kind of end the game. I know. And he pulls up for a three. I know, man. And I, I'm makes it. Puts <sighs> him up two and it just changed the whole dynamic of the of the game. But now, that's that's what I was talking about. The switch. I don't understand. For, and again, I don't coach basketball, right? But I know I know enough to if you see a dog, dog whoever's hot, you gotta put out the fire somehow. You got you gotta you got a fan of you cannot depend on a rookie to go guard somebody like Chris Middleton. You know what I'm saying? The kid, he tried his best. God bless him. And, and I guess through his experience in the NBA, he'll get better at it. But, man, this is this is nowhere near what I thought was going to be. Like, it, And it, they did it the entire fourth quarter and overtime, forcing this switch. And I, and I don't know that we didn't. I mean, he just didn't adjust, man. Like you're saying, Middleton went the freak off on us. It was sickening to watch. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it here. Now, the question I got for you as we continue on with basketball, mm-hmm. obviously, I think the Heat are going to win. I yeah. think if Giannis doesn't come back to play, it's going to be a problem. The Lakers, they end up winning against the Rockets last night, 117 to 109 yeah. to even up the series at one game apiece. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, uh, are the Lakers back? Do they got a chance to close this out here? I don't know, man. The series is 1 1. Uh, I know. I think Westbrook really hurt the Rockets early on, man. He had, he in that first half, man, he had turnover over turnover over turnover. He wouldn't give up the ball. He he became the Russell Westbrook of OKC 
And he, I, I don't think he understands this is the Harden show. You know what I mean? Where you, you got to get Harden more more involved. Let him get to the line. Let, let him get to the foul line a little bit more. So Westbrook really turned. I mean, he just he, he messed up the first half for him, I think. Now, God bless Houston for uh, closing that lead because the Lakers at one point had a 20-point lead. And then they brought it down they to a, they brought it down within two or one and um, but I just think I think Westbrook was just I think he just messed it up in the beginning he started getting hot in the second half hitting some good shots making some great assists but it was just too far too late um, on the Lakers side of the ball man I'm gonna tell you what Anthony Davis is is the key to the Lakers' success if he doesn't play those minutes and if he doesn't sit there and um, score 34, 35 points a night. I don't think the I think the Lakers are in trouble because they need huge points from him uh, at all times. You know what I'm saying? No, I completely agree. And, and I think you know Anthony Davis has to score a lot of points because the bench is struggling. Oh, yes. The bench is struggling, and Badly. I think this is a bubble effect. This yeah. is a bubble effect because typically, typically your bench will play really, really well during home games. Oh yeah, and and they struggle to play away. Yeah, and and because of this bubble, you're kind of seeing a neutralized bench team, mm -hmm. so it's putting a little pressure more on the stars across the board. I mean, we talked about Chris Middleton, James Harden had to step up and play more minutes. You had uh, Russell Westbrook that stepped up and played more minutes, but it actually cost his team. Yeah, by playing more minutes yep. because he turned the ball over and he got careless. We saw, like you mentioned, the old OKC Westbrook, the old. Uh, Running crazy, uh, you know, out of control, yep. throwing the ball everywhere, and and you saw the Lakers kind of capitalize on that. They're more of a defensive team, but still put up almost 120 points. Yeah, in the game, Rondo was back. Rondo looked good. I think Rondo being back Rondo for this good. game is his first game back. Last night, it, it helped them because it gives them that point guard they've been missing for a while. Um, it kind of lets LeBron play second fiddle as far as you know running the offense is concerned. So well, let him say a little fresher. Yeah, well, LeBron can get off we'll the floor see. And, and be good to go because Rondo's Rondo's facilitating very, very, very well. Right. He did good, man. Yeah, he had a great game last night, man. And, and I'm I'm gonna see how they I'm gonna see how they continue because um, speaking of the Lakers, man, I don't know if you know, freaking LeBron James ties Derek Fisher with 161 playoff wins, um, wow, which is amazing. And if you know anything about Derek Fisher, man, he he played on some major teams, but last night he ties him with winning 161 which I know he's going to surpass him here because he's going to get at least one or two more in this in this series here and, and moving forward. But we'll see, man. I'm not going to call it that they're back because the Lakers and the Clippers, to me, are the most up-and-down team. In the East, I know it's going to sound crazy. Raptors are playing well, but those damn Celtics are hard to get rid of, man. Those guys might, those guys might end up just winning the entire thing in the East. Um, they're freaking, they're a monster. So we're going to see, man, being in the bubble has shown me, like you said, who needs a home crowd and who, who feeds off that energy and maybe who's too afraid to go play in, in some stadiums. You know what I mean? Because a lot of guys have stepped up that I, I didn't think would, and it shows in this bubble, man. It definitely shows. Um, but I, one thing that also shows is your, your lightning. I know you were excited over the weekend. I saw your oh, tweets boy. and stuff, man. I know you were excited about the lightning. Moving on, and, and they're going to be playing the Islanders, New York Islanders. Uh, where do you see that matchup? Because I don't know much about hockey, so I'm you know I'm rooting for the the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course. But 
I hear those Islanders are a handful. So, and they are. Um, so they are. They're the six seed. They mm. they had a claw fight, scratch, nail, you name it, to get into the playoffs. Because mm. they they were originally when the bubble the the NHL bubble kind of restarted, they were eighth going into the bubble. Really, they had to win a ton of games, get some luck, you know, along the way to just make it. And not only did they make it, they've upset two teams back to back. See those, those in uh, in these in these playoffs. So teams like that scare me, man. Teams like that. It's scary, scary because yeah. again, you know, we talk about this in sports all the time. You know, in basketball, I know you're talking about the Heat getting hot at the right time. They they lost the Heat lost their first playoff game last night. They Think have. about that for a second. They have, yep. They're six and one in the playoffs now. Yep. Okay. New York Islanders are similar to the Heat now. They haven't won that many games in a row. No, but but by no means. Right. But they've been to game seven. They were just in game seven in double overtime against the Philadelphia Flyers, who we, who are a top seeded team. They were the two seed. And they gave them hell. Upset huh? them. Yep. Right. So so yeah, no, you got a team coming in to Tampa that's full of confidence, that says, "Hey, we can beat anybody." Tampa just next, and right. you got Tampa who, who has that swag of, "We've been here, we've done that, we just haven't finished a job before." We got, we got over some nemesis along the way. the 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 first game we have here is September seventh, so it's going to be on. It's going to be tonight. Yep. Yep. You know, tonight, yep. puck drops. At eight o'clock tonight, uh, I think the Lightning take commanding one zero lead. The, the one thing about New York that favors the Lightning is they don't play good defense, and the Lightning have been put up against some of the stingiest defenses thus far. So, hopefully, hopefully the Lightning pull it out. I think they go one and zero here tonight. Eight o'clock plug drops. Eight o'clock tonight. Make sure you tune in and, and watch that. But we're we're four four wins away from the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, man. I'm excited. Yeah, man. And, and Tampa for a long time has been consistently being in the playoffs and just being a contender. So I hope they make it out, man. Because those Islanders, I don't know. I saw a little bit of that game, and they scare me. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch pesky. much hockey. They're pesky, man. They don't go away. Yeah, they clean they don't a go lot away of trash around the gold. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty good, man. So I, I'm. I don't know. It's teams that, that fight and scrap, they got nothing to lose. There's no pressure on them. All the pressure is on the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's on them to, to perform because Islanders are like, yo, we're not supposed to be here, but we're going to give you hell until, we, <laughs> until you find a way to get us out of here. So I hope I hope the Tampa Bay Lightning pull it out. I hope they sweep them, you know, but it's going to be hard. That's a scrappy team, man. That definitely is. Hey, Friday night, man, uh, we – I don't know if you I watched it on, on YouTube and we were we were texting each other on Friday. That IMG and that TC game was exactly how we predicted it. We 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 knew that IMG was young. We knew that they were, you know, bringing the the J you know, not the J V squad, but the younger squad coming in there. But we knew TC had all those weapons, man. Did you see how those guys those kids lit it up on a you would have thought they were playing for a million dollars. As ways they were blocking, hitting, running, throwing, and freaking and Xavier Washington, like we mentioned, is a freaking monster, man. He's a monster, bro. 
Yeah, Xavier played great. He had one throwing touchdown. I think he ran for two or three yeah. additional ones as well. Um, Jamie Smiley had a great game. Yep. Yeah, Lou had a great game. Tone, tone you know, to on both sides too. of the ball. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, TC showed up for sure. I mean, home opener there. I know they're playing for different reasons. He had a coach for TC, long legend here in the uh, Tampa Bay area, passed away earlier in the year and i know they've dedicated a season to him so i know our guy dd snyder played tough yeah tough as nails you had agent ramsey with the interception on defense it almost took took it back to the house yeah tc looked good again they were put on a on a a national spotlight there you're playing an img team that's well coached ton of athletes across the board i mean i was looking at some of these guys pre-game and i'm like man (laughs) <laughs> left tackle was like six six three oh five. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus. It was it But was, it was you know what? In those kind of situations, man, you know, I, I know TC's a little older now. Yeah. So you got a little couple of veterans. But still, coaching matters. And I and, and I really think uh T C did a great job. Shout out to Jarris. He did a great job coaching those kids up and getting the kids ready. What what I'm most concerned about has nothing to do with the opponents is with the new COVID rules in high school football. Oh boy. What we got So in high school football, again, everybody's trying to keep themselves protected with COVID. The referees are not spying the ball. Wait, what? One of the things that's new for this year, you know, the referees are trying to stay away from COVID and they're not spotting the ball. The players on the field have to spot the ball. Now the referee's <laughs> putting his foot down. This is great. He's putting he's putting his foot down and he's pointing to where the spot of the ball needs to be. But normally you toss the ball to the ref. You know, you toss it to him, he puts it down, we're ready to go. They're not touching the football at all. So so it, you know, last night or Friday night, I'm watching the game, and you know, TC throws a long pass, Xavier throws a long pass, it's incomplete. Ball boy runs on the field to spot the ball. Receiver goes and gets a ball that's out of bounds, because it was an incomplete pass. Has to jog off the field, a new receiver comes on the field, and they run the play. That's so, part one so, of of the fiasco that's going to happen this in is, high school football. I, part two, wow, this is, is great. The sidelines are now extended to the ten yard line, mm, mm, which we mm. talked about on our show before. We have right because they want everybody to separate. Now, I called a buddy of mine. He's a friend of the podcast. Listens to the show every week, and I said to him, "I go, hey." So they extend, they extend the sideline down to the ten. Does that mean I can go down to the ten yard line? Yeah, and call my offense from the ten. That's exactly what that he means. He goes no. He goes no. Oh no! Players are allowed on the ten. Coaches <laughs> still got to stay inside the twenty five yard line. So let me ask you this: What if I give a kid a headset that is a player? <laughs> Listen. We're gonna find out week one because we're gonna send a kid <laughs> just send a player down, down there the <laughs> with a headset on and see if he can handle it. He's gonna call the flash with the ten. Oh my god, that's, that's what we're doing. I can't believe that's playing us. And we're gonna spot if you the ball. To the show, if you listen to the show and you're wow. playing us week one or week two technically. So shout out to Middleton. If Middleton, if you're listening to the podcast, yeah, okay, here on uh, September seventh, we're gonna send a kid to the, to the ten yard line to see if we can call a play. If you want to do it too, go ahead. Why wouldn't we'll we? power tell you, brother. But Absolutely. we're going to find out. Now, in, in the TC game against IMG, going back to the game, I saw Jarris 
walk down to about the 20. Mm. There was about two occasions that I saw Jairus on the 15. Really? Now, week one, I don't know if he was being corrected or not. You know, it's again, it's week one, and it's COVID season. It's 2020. It's a bad year as it is. <laughs> it's horrible. But we're going to see how that kind of plays out as we get we get going here on on September 11th. And we got games happening this Friday. I know. It's we had be more great. schools. You had Palm Harbor, Zephyr Hills, who aren't playing games because of COVID. Kiss is a positive. You already got Hillsboro, who yep. is dropping the first two games of yep. the season. Yep. With not with, with with the whole COVID thing, so we'll see, man. I, I I'm just hoping, you know, once we get to to our first game, which is going to be on the 18th or 17th, my apologies, actually a Thursday night game. Yep, Thursday night game. Uh, yep. that that we get the opportunity to play the game. I, and uh, bro, this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be the year of coaches just really pushing the buttons on the refs. We're really going to push the envelope here. <laughs> I guess the referees to see who can go. <laughs> This is gonna be hilarious. This is gonna be we're gonna, we spot the freaking ball. This is gonna be great. Oh, so you know what we're doing? Oh yeah. I'm not. I don't even want to. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> we're gonna spot the ball. This is gonna be great. But also, it's gonna also. You know, I wonder what they will do because you know there'll be some ref that's gonna argue that it's an inch, oh, you know, too far up or too far yeah. back. You know, there's gonna be that one guy that just nope, 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 and the clock's just gonna keep running and running tick, and tick, running. Tick, 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 he's tick. not gonna, you know, he's not gonna stop the clock to fix the ball. So that's gonna, that's amazing. I did not know that was an actual rule. <laughs> so to protect the referees from COVID, huh? From COVID, yeah. And and so for 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 most teams, it's gonna be again. Again, it's another wrench into the season. Oh yeah, it's already it's already 2020. Listen. You know what? For us, on the seventeenth, we might as well just start out with the trick play. It's twenty twenty, <laughs> baby. Yeah. So you remember, you remember we back in the day, well. there used to be that thing that, that that hashtag was FOMO, the fear of missing out. Right. And you had Drake come out with YOLO. Yeah, yeah. Right. You only live once. Right. It's twenty twenty, baby. We're we're going. We're taking shots. We're gonna have to. And, and instead of saying instead of saying YOLO, it's twenty twenty, baby. Yeah. Gonna Hashtag to, it's 2020. This is going to be hilarious, man. This is going to be, again, it, it, coaches are going to push the envelope with these with these referees. And here's another thing. <laughs> They're going to push so, it, man. So I'm in this conversation with these guys over the weekend. And and, and another source, okay, to, to the show, a fan of the show, is telling me something that I didn't even think about. So when we get down to the playoffs for high school here in Florida, names are being pulled out of a hat because there's no districts. There's no nothing. So what, okay. what are now, they pulling out of for? We're going to have Joshua. Joshua is going to come on from, from FloridaHighSchoolSports.com. He's going to join the show on Thursday to give us a full breakdown of what that means. Good. Yeah. But let's say you could hypothetically, from how I understand, again, we're going to ask Joshua when he joins the show on Thursday. Hypothetically, you can have two undefeated teams play each other in the first round. You can have two teams that are average let's so let's let's give you an example okay let's give an example you can have an armwood and let's say gaither different different hmm. classification but again for example purposes let's say they both go a no right they can play each other in the first round as the one and eight seed gaither could draw the eight seed out of a hat that's okay crazy. you can have you can have let's call it let's call it chamberlain 
right? Let's call it Chamberlain and Jesuit, who let's say they both go five and five. They can easily be your second and third seed, while Gaither is a sixth seed, undefeated, because that's the way the name just got drawn of a hat. So you can have some championship game contenders playing each other in the first round. Meanwhile, you can have some bottom barrel HC team as a two seed saying, oh, well, glad we don't have to play them today. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> glad, right. glad we got that draw. <laughs> That's funny. So, again, we're going to have Josh come on the show. He's going to break it down for us. He can give us a full breakdown on Thursday's show. Um, so you're not going to want to miss it at all. It's yeah. going to be very interesting. Again, 2020 continues to take its twists and turns and continues to be a crazy year, man. It is, man. I'm going to ask Josh also about some other matchups that are going to happen too. I don't know much about other teams and other areas other than probably around our region, you know, Tampa, Central Florida, a little bit on the East Coast. Um, but I definitely want to know what's going on down south and definitely north of us. Uh, so I'm interested to see what he has to say because he's been doing it for a long time. Been doing it for a while, man. So he's got his hands in, in every single <laughs> school, I guess you could say, or in his pots or whatever. Um, so it's going to be good, man. The last thing I want to talk to you about, George, and, and it's, it'll be quick. I'm not going to drag it out. But I got to talk about this tennis, this U.S. Open <laughs> tennis. <laughs> so <laughs> if nobody knows, I know our listeners are like, nobody wants to talk about tennis. But Oh, you want to hear this. The, you want to hear what happened here. The, and this is the number one player in the U.S. Open, male U.S. Open. In the, world. In, in the, the world. world. in the world. Novak Djokovic. Djokovic. Am I saying that right? He got disqualified, right. disqualified from the U.S. Open after hitting a lines person with the ball. So if you haven't seen it, it's all over Twitter. It's all over social media. He is, I don't know if you know this, George, like they have the ball boys, right? The ball boys, and then they have like the line judge uh, who's behind them on the side of the court. They kind of like throw the tennis balls at the, at the players when they ask for one. You know what I mean? Like a, another tennis ball. When they get two right. or three balls that they like, they put them in the pockets and then they kind of like, you know, not not smack it, but like just like hit it with the racket to send back to them. You know what I mean? Just so here you go. Just take it back. Well, he goes ahead and same thing. They gave him the ball. So he took one. He just smacked it. And, he, you know, he just hit it to where it can go behind him so they can grab it. Yo, this this hit a line drive right to a lady's face. And she went. Temple. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she right went straight, the straight to the ground. <laughs> And they disqualified him. They disqualified him. Here's this is this is the rule that they disqualified. They said physical abuse. This is this is the rule that they disqualified. <laughs> physical abuse at the U.S. Open. Players shall not at any time physically abuse any official, opponent, spectator, or other person within the precincts of the tournament site, in circumstances that a flagrant or particularly in injury to the success of a tournament or a simple violation of this section shall also constitute as the major of offense of aggravated behavior. <laughs> aggravated. For, it sounds like, it sounds like aggravated it, assault. It sounds like, like, like cops are going to jail. come out and, and arrest this guy. This is going to, he's going to jail <laughs> for the purposes of this rule. Physical abuse is the unauthorized touching of an official opponent, spectator or other person. Now, this is where he's trying to um, appeal this. He's saying, I did not physically abuse or touch an official opponent or spectator. Because his unauthorized touching, he didn't touch them. 
You know what I'm saying? But he got disqualified. His balls this did. But um, boom, yeah, that's a hell of a way to look at that. No, that's, happy my, happy Monday, everybody. That's that's a good way to look at it. But he's he's appealing this man now. The, if you look at the video. I don't know if he was upset about whatever he, happened. He before. whacked. He whacked the crap out of the oh, ball shit. and knocked the girl out. She was on the ground. And then the, what's horrible is, you know how the internet is. The internet goes ahead and takes these pictures of she's just looking at him like, you know you just fucked up, right? <laughs> you know you messed up, right? <laughs> like, you're disqualified, buddy. Get out of here. Um, and she doesn't have to go to the hospital. Or, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> He, I think this is messed up that he got disqualified for this. You know, because it's clearly an accident. It's not he did this yeah. out of anger. Yeah, I don't think there was any any harm or foul meant by but what he did. Uh, I don't think he was trying to hurt anybody. I think he just was hitting the ball, and she just happened to be in the way, and and she's the guy with the ball. And, and now, I, I'm sorry she got hit, but it's just it is a tennis ball. Like it wasn't. It, it was like they threw a baseball. Or even a basketball. This guy just tapped it with a racket. And it just so happened to be a horrible... It almost reminds me of like a TikTok. Like he didn't mean to do this. And it just... I mean, the poor lady, she did get whacked in the face, man. Oh, she had no reaction time or nothing. Nothing. It was bad. It was, it was bad. man. So if you guys don't know, tennis is rough. And you can physically be a, you can physically abuse somebody in tennis. Even though you're nowhere near them. And again... The disclaimer, you got to watch your, watch your face because there's balls flying around all the time. You got to watch your six, baby. You got to watch always be six. active. Now, now, you know what I wonder about this? What's that? And I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back nine years ago, Raul. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to take yeah. you back. I can't remember last week, but let's go. Does this change the Jamie Foxx, Serena Williams, tennis ball? <laughs> Do you remember that? Does it? Oh, I, I got I got it up. No way. Do you really? <laughs> I got it up. Oh my <laughs> god! Jamie Foxx has his proposal for Serena Williams. Yes, at the and, show, and he right? wants to be her tennis ball. Oh my god! But does he now? I don't know if we can even cancel season. I don't even know if we can. Can we even play the game? No, I, I don't know, man. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's unfortunate. I just don't think this was clearly like if it wasn't if he was arguing with the lady, and then just like you know threw the ball in the air, swatted it, and then hit her with it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, suspend this, you know, eject, you know, disqualify him. This was clearly an accident. The guy didn't freaking mean to do this crap. You know what I mean? I didn't think tennis was that rough to where we, they have physical abuse loss. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you, man. Now, oh my god. Now, I, I, after this weekend, I know yeah. you're trying to claim a different type of abuse. Oh, really? To what happened to you this weekend? You okay? So you, you start, I'm gonna let yeah. the people know what happened. Yeah, you you before stole I'm gonna pick. tell the story before you. You can clean the you can clean <laughs> course, the story up. Of course, you're gonna tell the story before I did, and you're gonna get your story okay. out there. Okay, and you're gonna make I, I gotta really tell good. the real version before you tell the fake version. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. So this weekend we had our OTC, our on the clock, fancy football league right. draft. It's a 12 man league or 12 person league. Shout out to everybody that made the draft. Had a it was good a time lot of over fun, at House in Columbus. A lot of fun. I like uh, that guy, Anthony. He's hilarious. Anthony, Anthony's a good dude. Oh, man, he's funny. It was it was cool chilling with Grizz and, and Chevy and, oh, and yeah. Jamie and everybody else that was there. Spencer's, you know, we're, we're, Spencer's we're, freaking... Spencer's got to be on... A, he's got to go on a comedy show. 
He's gonna have to do stand up comedy. That's a funny guy. He's pretty He's funny, a funny man. Guy. Yeah, man. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. So for our listeners out there, so we are live on Facebook talking about picks and drafts. I'll and never this do this again. Other. And yep. as 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 Raul and I are just commentating about the picks, yes. I asked a question to Raul about, hey, who are you thinking about taking next? And this is early. We are we are we're in the early stages of round three. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I so happened to pick before Raul as a sneak the snake draft was happening. I had the 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 29th pick going into the third round. And Raul, you had Yep. You had the 33rd pick. So we we are separated by four picks. Yep. Okay. Yep. And you know, you you tell me and it's live on Facebook. Yes, it is. You know what? If Lamar Jackson's there, I'm gonna take him. And I tell you what. I said, Yeah, really? I go, man. I will never That's interesting. I will never so give insight ever again. <laughs> ever. So it comes to me at twenty nine. Yep. Again, I'm four picks ahead of Raul. I take Lamar Jackson. Now, what Raul doesn't know, and he won't believe, even if I told him a thousand times. Lamar Jackson was was I was picking Lamar Jackson no matter what he said. Sure, just because he said Lamar sure. Jackson does not mean I was like, oh, maybe no. I'll take him now. After all your fantasy I was football taking, insights that you've been giving on the show on each podcast, you have been telling us pick a quarterback in the fourth, the fifth, maybe sixth round. You've been saying get it later rounds. You took him in the third round. Right after I said, I'm, I'm, and you know, it's my fault. I should, <laughs> it's my fault. I had my guard down. I'm trying to promote the show here and make it a good show. And what are you thinking about? Where are you going? And I'm getting caught up in the draft. I'm getting caught up with the excitement of them. You know, I'm doing the fantasy football. And I cannot believe I gave my true thoughts on what, on what I was going to do. <laughs> like that, that's what messed me up. I was like, I cannot believe I freaking told him what my pick was. I should have been like, well, I'm going to go with a kicker. And we don't even have a kicker in our a league. A kicker. We don't have kickers in our league. I should have been going, I'm going flex player. And I did not freaking do that. That's that's my mistake on me. But you did take advantage of it. And now you have Lamar Jackson. You I did. Do. Yeah. He's on the right team. Yeah. He deserves to be on a championship team. Typically, typically guys now. in Lamar Jackson's, in Lamar Jackson's uh, stance or whatever you want to call it, he typically guys like that, don't produce as well after a huge year like that. Yeah, so we're says a guy who was going to take him four picks later. I don't want to hear I was going to take him as a backup. That's what I was going to put him. I was you were going to take, take him with four picks. Nah, I was going to put him on the bench. I wanted. If I didn't draft him there, you were drafting him when it got to you. Don't be salty no, about it. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I was going to put him on the but bench again, just in case. That's what I was going to do. So, again, we, uh, we, we're going to put... We're gonna put the rosters up in our OTC sports talk yep. group on Facebook. Yep. Join the debate. Uh, g- give us your feedback as far as who you think drafted the best right now. You know, we're, we're, we have uh, my team, Team Lamar Jackson, yeah. out there against. I think we should uh, put everybody's up team. There. I think we should put everybody's up there, and just week well, we're by gonna week, do everybody. Let everybody, do everybody. Let's just monitor how everybody's doing and and see who who they think because when I when. When Jamie sat there and told us what our freaking uh, report card was 
as far as oh, rankings. And he said I was number 10. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> God. I mean, you got to feel good if you're in the top five. This guy said, yep, you're, you're right. number 10. I'm like, Jesus. This is, this is horrible. I was second. Wait, you Thanks were number you. two? I was I was second. Thanks to who, you. Who's, yeah, well, thank, you're welcome. Who's number one? <laughs> uh, I want to say Spencer was probably number one as far as overall overall rankings. Mm, I think he was in the too. league. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think we'll see how it too. all shakes out. I mean, again, it's all it's all early. It really no is. games have been played. It's like trying to decide <laughs> who's going to win the league before yeah, yeah. before anything happens here. So. Yeah. But I'm excited. The, the teams are loaded. We'll do uh, we'll do a little preview, a couple of matchups here for week one. We'll do our first one on Thursday for our Thursday yep. podcast. Yeah, we'll take a preview of uh, of the week. We'll pick two opponents and uh, we'll see we'll see who comes on and maybe we'll bring them on the show after they dominate or get their butt whooped and we'll That's talk a good about idea. it. Absolutely, That's a great idea. We'll bring them on there and then they can describe out how. how uh, how they cheated. How much it hurts. Yeah, how they cheated draft picks. Because <laughs> it wasn't just you that had happened with two. Grizz took a couple from Norm as well. Yeah, uh, he did. He took a, <laughs> yeah. took a Norm, couple from <laughs> Norm, Norm's biceps, the veins in his biceps were look like worms, like you said. They look like worms. Dude. And, and I think he was he was that upset. How long have we known Norm? What, is, it's going on, what, eight years? Seven years? I've known Norm about eight to ten years, yeah. Yeah. He's getting bigger. And we're not talking. We're not talking and, and, fat ones. We're not talking about chunky. We're this not talking dude, about chunky either. He has to be curling, like miniature freaking jeeps, or <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like he's curling kids. And how he's old is he? Practice. And I, I hate to put his age out there. You know what I mean. But he's like in his. He's a good what 40, 41, 42? Norm is in his forties. Bro, he looks like ghost. a freaking ghost. Yeah, we call him ghost because he looks like ghost from Power. But he, that's a swole dude, man. His arms just keep getting bigger. And again, he I guess you have to. He has two daughters. So I fear the kid has got to come talk to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine opening the door and you see Ghost standing just at see, the doorway? <laughs> I just, you remember that Bad Boys oh, yeah. Yeah. scene oh, where, where he comes out and Will Smith comes out, come, comes out afterwards? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be Norm. That's going to be Norm. Absolutely. With a shotgun. Absolutely. How old are you? And, and a shotgun. Now, by shotgun, I don't mean a gun. I mean his biceps oh, God. are loaded. There's not a shirt in his closet that go. fits. I don't care what he says. There's not a shirt in his closet that's, all, that's he buys, large. He buys from the 3X section <laughs> no at the way. store. Dude, when that dude came in there and everybody's face when he walked in, they were like, uh-oh. <laughs> what did we do? Oh, boy. What did we George, do? George brought the bouncer. <laughs> He's going to kick us. He's here to kick Is this on-the-clock radio security? Like, who is this? <laughs> uh, but it's going to be fun, man. I, I want to, you know, we're going to get them the trophy, the ring, and then they get to go to Ruth Chris. I don't know if they know that we're going to, but if we're not invited tonight, totally understand. We'll just give them the gift card and they go about they, they their business. choice. Yeah, like, I want to eat the gift card. They get the gift card the day of <laughs> them making the reservation at Ruth Chris. That, that's when we hand it to them. Yeah. We're we'll, like, oh, hey, we'll hey by the way, we're, we're joining you. Hope, hope you weren't yeah. planning on this table being intimate. For, if you're going to bring your wife, that's great, but it's table of four, not two. It's, we, it's table of four. Yeah, you guys can have a conversation. Yeah, we, we're just going to be across from you eating while you talk about your kids and, and about what's going on in your house. So should be I fun. I can't wait. Man. Should be good, man. I can't wait. Hey, on the clock fans, listen, that's all the time we have for you to, 
today on Labor Day. Look, please be safe. Have fun. Uh, take care of your family. Take care of each other. Please wear your mask and uh, enjoy yourself. Okay. Definitely got, you know, got kiddos got school on Tuesday, so don't don't party too hard on Monday. Uh, but join us. We're always here. And uh, I love I love talking with you, George, man. I really do. Yeah, man. I had a great time. Thank you again for, for another great show. Thank you everybody for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe or follow, depending on your social social media and your and your podcasting platform. Find us on social media by simply searching on the clock radio. Join the debate. Find us on Facebook by searching On The Clock Sports Talk and uh, hit join and, and come on in and, and join the debate. Uh, visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. And until next time, you're on the clock. <laughs>